So in this guided meditation, I'd like to invite us... See, let me just check. Is there too much feedback on that? Is it okay? Okay, it sounds a little metallic to me, but it's okay. All right. Um, I'd like to invite us to explore two of the Brahma Viharas, two of the uh, heart qualities of uh, equanimity and compassion. And... Uh, guide us on a uh, tour um, that we can enter um, conceptually, we can enter maybe on the level of the resonance of the qualities as we invoke them and we'll chant a little bit as well. And whatever level is interesting to you, where it feels like, oh yeah, this bit, this bit is where there's some personal relevance for me, let me extend there on the level of maybe the energetics of breathing with your chest, letting it expand. If it's contracted, taking care with that, working with, working with that. On the level of the posture, not struggling uh, too much with your body. So if anybody wants to sit in a seat, there's still a few available. You don't have to work the hard edge of... Um, I mean, unless you do have to, unless that's acute and chronic for you, which it will be for some. But do take a moment if anyone is thinking, oh, okay, that sounds good, yeah. (laughs) Go for it. Yeah, there's another one here. There's another one there. Yeah, because that's normally Stanley, and he's down there. So did, I think Pascal outlined the map of the four qualities yesterday. Did I name them again? And this, the map that the, the Buddha offers is that a heart that is unobscured will be able to respond with different kinds of love. Um, the compassion that is the love that responds to pain and suffering. The kindness, the friendliness that responds just because we're the same kind. <laughs> so we're kind. We realize we're more and more with the same kind, the sensitive kind, the, the kind that wants safety and love. Uh, the joy, the delight in manifestation, the marvel and the goodness and the equanimity, that overarching, balancing, mountainous, cooling, that is equally close to all things, that is not pulling and pushing for certain experiences, that is not pulled on, and that really gives a balance to let the tender aspects come forward without us being overwhelmed. So the equanimity will begin with, and then we'll move if we, if this goes to the smaller plan and agenda, into the compassion, which is going to be supported by the equanimity and um, the space, that there's enough space to be intimate. That one of the, the ways compassion is talked about is the intimacy with suffering without becoming the suffering. 
So it's not even the intimacy of two things coming close together. It's more primary than that. We're intimate because it's fundamentally us, whether the suffering is here or there. The intimacy is natural. But many of us find there that we're kind of all too intimate with the suffering and we're resonating so much with it that we get stuck. It's sticky. We tighten. So we'll see how this goes with using one of the aspects of equanimity. I'll turn to the aspect of space. We'll begin with space. There's a lot to this, but this will be also poetic and metaphoric, as well as hopefully resonating, actually, for you um, as we go along. So let your posture be as relaxed as you're able when you're upright and awake. Nice big breath with the chest. And let's invoke the support of the ground, of the earth, Mother Earth, to hold this intention for knowing intimacy with all things. Let the muscles of the face be soft, arms, little space under the armpits, jaw relaxed back of the skull and the way the spine goes into the back of the skull. Give it some attention. Enough room for your belly to breathe. That space element. We're going to turn to the element of space. The Buddha said to Rahula, so as I say this, see if you can sense any of the echoes of the space. That in our formation as little beings in the embryology, the cells bending around space and enfolding space and tuning, the Buddha invites Rahula, tuning your meditation to that space the echoes of space. He says, develop meditation in tune with space. Where are you noticing the space right now internally? Maybe there's a little room in your belly, a little bit more room than there was before. Space between the ears, space in the nostrils, space between the shoulders space between the ears. He says, because when you do develop meditation in tune with space, agreeable and disagreeable sensory impressions that have arisen will not stay in charge of your mind. Just as space is not established anywhere. Isn't that amazing? Space is not established anywhere. It's space. In the same way, when you are developing meditation in tune with space, agreeable and disagreeable sensory impressions that have arisen will not stay in charge of your mind. 
So as we begin with the reflection on space as a way into equanimity, I'm going to invite us to chant the Gate Gate Paragate chant. And the words mean gone. <coughs> now this isn't a bad gone or a lost gone. This is a goneness at the center. A space of potentiality at the center of every cell, of what you are, of this world. So it's gone. Gone. And what is gone is that clinging. Excuse me. (coughs) (coughs) That taking hold of things to be me and mine. That's what's gone. So we're going to invoke this with gate, gate, paragate, and parasamgate. Bodhi means awakening. Swaha means amen. Right? Gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate. Bodhi, swaha. Gone, gone, gone beyond. Thus gone beyond. So we're invoking that release of the grip. So let's start there and I'll guide us in. Join in when you get it. Tuning meditation to space. Gati Gati Paragati Parasamgati Bodhiswa I'll do this with my hand if you want to get it. Gati Gati Paragati Parasangati Bodhi Gati Gati Paragati Parasangati Gati Gati Paragati Parasamgati 
phrases as you chant. May I know enough space. May I know deep space. That the joys and sorrows that arise. May be thoroughly intimately known. And leave no trace. Gate, may I know enough space. Gate, may I love deep space. Paragate, that the pains and afflictions that arise. 
Parasangate may be intimately and thoroughly known. Bodhiswaha and leave no trace. Gate space. Gate resting in space. Karagate, sitting as space. Parasamgate, knowing space. Bodhiswaha, space sitting as a mountainous space. Gate, so that the joys and afflictions Gate, the struggles and the sheer delight. Paragate, that arise may be intimately and thoroughly known. Parasamgate, thoroughly known. Bodhiswaha, and like water birds. Gate, water birds. Gate, water birds coming and landing. Parasgate, settling. Parasangate, and leaving. Bodhiswaha traceless in the water. Gate, gate, paragate, pleasure and pain. Parasamgate, thoroughly known. Bodhiswaha without grip. Gate ah. Gate gone. Paragate. Parasamgate Bodhiswagate Develop meditation in tune with space. Gate in tune with the space that is here. Paragate, recognize the space that doesn't stand out. Parasamgate, the space that doesn't jump up and down to be known. Bodhiswaha, the space that doesn't call so loud. Gate, but it calls you. Gate calls you to rest. Paragate 
space imbued with love. Bodhiswara Gate Space imbued Gate With tenderness Paragate Tender space Parasangate, intimate space. Bodhiswaha, not preferencing pleasure nor pain. Gate, gate, room for it all. A space that is tuned to the neutral. Parasamgate And as we chant, let whoever or whatever part of you come, gate, that would like equanimity. Gate that calls for balance. Paragate, that calls for the mountainous immovability. Parasamgate, that calls for a lot of room. Bodhiswaha, let it come to mind right now. Gate. Maybe it's physical pain or pleasure. Gate. Maybe it's numbness or overwhelm. Paragate. Maybe it's afflictive thoughts or states. Parasamgate. Maybe it's something hard to handle. Bathing this in this intimate space. Gate. A space that is fluid. Gate. Washing through and touching deeply. Paragate. Washing through and touching. Refreshing like balm, Take some time with this aspect. Your anger, your pain, your confusion. This tender space washing through. Parasangate. Unhindered by the affliction. Bodhiswaha.
gathe parasam gathe without pulling on you or pushing on you. Stay as long as you like. Noticing now, let your body breathe, the whole instrument of your body. And just recognizing in wisdom for yourself, where would you like to lean right now? Would you like to lean more towards space? Or more toward the tender aspect that of compassion that I'm introducing. Wisdom recognizes what does the chitta need right now? And at this point, we'll just play with these two aspects. It could be many things we need. But I want to lean into the space. Or do I want to tune more to the suffering and the kind of love that meets that. And a rule of thumb, a measure might be, if I lean into the tenderness, do I start to get overwhelmed? Do I start to feel drowning or too much going on? And lean back. Tune into the pockets of the space in your heart, in your stomach, in this room, space internally and externally. (coughs) And if you want to lean a little more to the tenderness, and you can have both, you know, as we practice these qualities, they're not one or the other. The heart of of the Buddha is malleable. It's not either she's compassionate or joyful, right? Or equanimous. They're a, they're a melange. But we practice to know them thoroughly. So just see for yourself. Breathing. We'll leave some minutes for silence. While you 
tune to meditation with space and see if the cooling aspect of space is one you tune to, the more colorless aspect of space, (coughs) or if it's imbued with texture and color. See. See where the intelligence of your chitta takes you. See who comes to visit as you open this space. If the mind is distracted, come back to an object that helps you ground. Body. Breath. Or the phrase May I know enough space that whatever arises, I can know it intimately. Tracelessly. May my heart know enough space. Whatever arises, it can be known thoroughly, intimately. without me going anywhere. What is the quality of the space like in front of you as you breathe into it? And behind you, behind the heart, as you breathe into it? As your ribs and your gills are allowed Breathe into the space in and around you. What is that space like? And would you like to lean and nudge towards tenderness? or lean and nudge towards cooling, dispassion, cessation. Not as avoidance, but as skill. So this chitta
instrument can play more tunes. Listen to the tunes your heart-mind, our heart-mind wants to play. Tender tunes, delightful tunes, Empty space tunes, steady tunes, friendly tunes. Passionate tunes. Dispassionate tunes. Keep listening to you. This compassionate space, even if you don't feel it right now, it doesn't matter. You don't have to feel this to practice it. We nudge and lean our mind in a certain direction. And with intention, it will bear fruit. Listen to the silence. And in that silence, we might hear many things. As we just turn deliberately now to the compassionate aspect, the one who hears the cries of the world. thoroughly knowing and yet still not pulled or pushed in your seat
So in this last part <clears throat> of the meditation, I'll offer a compassion chant. And as we chant, let whoever comes to visit, visit aspects of yourself or this world. And as you incline to resonate, remember the space, remember the balsam, the healing balm of compassion. Like menthol, it's both warm and cool. Infusing, suffusing. Omane Padme Hung, homage to this quality. That is both tender and protective. Without clenching. free to join in.
Resting in the silence, breathing. Listening. Awake. Waking up. Waking up. Intimate with itself. Thoroughly knowing itself. And the next breath leaves no trace.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.